Hi. So pretty. We're out in the mountains. <laughs> the famous mountains of Beeville. Home of the honey bros. Is it called a honey brew? Uh, honey creams. Honey cream. Honey cream. Say the joke that you said. What? How about the bees? <laughs> what about them? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember. I just, the, the only thing I do remember is that we were, we ordered a honey cream and then I was like, oh, honey, cause bees. I get it. And he was like, yeah, no, I, I never made that connection, but good one. <laughs> he, he was so under, not, uh, not impressed by that. Probably not, not, not at all. Used. He's a doctor after all. <laughs> Sir? Play the music. The bean doctor. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Beans, Brews, and Buds podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Laredo. And today I have a couple of good friends with me in Beeville. Let's start with you. Nora here. <laughs> yeah, get closer to the <laughs> Nora mic. Nora here. Always quiet. Good. Hey, what's up? This is uh, Roger from uh, Aliens on the Border, The Mic Drop, various other cool projects you've probably never heard of. So You can plug that later. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just, just introduce yourself. I, I, know, I was just being a... <laughs> The Radio Immigrant Alliance, uh, <laughs> No Border Wall Coalition, the Kennedy Collective, uh, now a co-host of the uh, Beans, Beans, and Beans uh, podcast. Um, uh, yeah, you know, all these cool things that I'm just kidding. I'm, hi, I'm Roger. <laughs> <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, now I'm, uh, I'm Franny uh, of uh, Dosis Coffee. Uh, the now defunct hindsight 2020 podcast and co-host of the mic drop. Are we, are we listing dead podcasts? My my list will be a lot longer. <laughs> now we don't need more. No, 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 we're, good. we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, and today we're going to have a special guest. His name's Deval. Deval? I'll probably ask him later. Deval Patel. Uh, it's a Texas native and trained doctor. And of course, proud owner of the Coffee Barrel in Beeville, Texas, which is where we're at today. And today's episode is, of course, sponsored, as always, by Lab for 51 and Adventure Elopement for... Tw- oh, sorry. I just fucked up my own reading. <laughs> Lab for 51 and a, an Adventure Elopement photo and video duo working on capturing authentic love stories through Adventurous Elopements in Texas. You can email them to set up a free consultation today or just slide into their DMs in Instagram at lab for 51 dot... No, wait. That's just Lab for 51. L-A-B 451. So, yeah. <laughs> that's cool man very very professional yeah I like that. what do you mean like that you had that radio voice yeah right? you had like that radio it's sexy it makes you want to get married now <laughs> just so I can hire insurance just so I can hire lab for 51 dude Bus. I talk <laughs> talk way too much in that, sh- in that fucking job yeah. it hurts my fucking like any throat. like wind a little bit but like I can easily we're outside that out. so we're sitting outside the little beautiful patio just had some excellent meatball subs Absolutely the best meatball sub I've had. The nice iced honey cream. <laughs> On that note, let's talk TM, about TM. how, what, where we're at, kind of, uh, even though we kind of already said it, but also what we're drinking today in terms of our coffee. The water. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have beforehand? No, I had, had a honey cream, which is uh, apparently they make their own, <laughs> their own honey. I'm just kidding. That's a, I don't know. I don't know where they source it from, but uh, everything that, they, that, that they've like given us today that they've mentioned has always been like locally sourced stuff. 
Right. So mm-hmm. I just like under the impression that like everything like, they have they, their own bees, bro. They have their own bees. It's, it is Beeville. It's like, possible. Beeville. If I'm not mistaken, I think he did say there were some aviary people I think so, yeah. here. Oh, yeah. What does so. that mean? They like birds? With their pilots? No. Yeah, right. All right. So you've had the. The I had the honey cream. Yeah. Honey cream, <laughs> which is their specialty yeah. uh, here. So if you guys ever travel up, which I highly recommend. It is delicious. It's it is a nice little town good. to just come over here and like bullshit. And you, then we, we've only seen the outskirts. Of <laughs> That's right. You're right. Yeah. We've only seen um, like a gas station and then coffee and then barrel. Coffee yeah. barrel. The main street. Um, oh, you know what? That's a lie. We've been at the B County uh, Expo Center. At the Expo Center. <laughs> so we can get our <laughs> shots. On the uh, outskirts. You know of the what? Town. It's very scenic there. Who knows? <laughs> you you want to go over there? You, you know what? Uh, I know Sit we had mine. talked about this last time. And I don't know if we'll be able to do it, but like I remember I had hyped up doing a little oh, coffee yeah. tour because there's like two oh, or three yeah. other coffee shops. I'm down to just get sprowed out. Uh, <laughs> dude. It would not be the first time. Yeah. And definitely won't be the last time. Oh, thank you. Oh, look at thank that. So Waters much. for all of us. Nice. Thank you so much. We're working on it. Yep. Yeah. Good for now. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So get this is the good ice too, man. Yeah, dude. I want to get coffee drunk. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing this. Uh, I think it's already happened twice, like in the past month. Like <laughs> that, you got yeah, sprout out on mic drop days when we do our comedy open mics. I get sprout out. The first time it happened, I had eight shots of espresso oh my in God. a day. Christ! Uh, six, oh wait, I remember that. Yeah, shit. six during my shift, and then two during the actual comedy show. And then last week we tried re- we tried repeating that experiment, but I think the difference between the first time and this last time was that. The first time I did sneak in a couple sips of water. Uh, this last time I didn't. I was just going, like, I was just raw dogging that throat. <laughs> and I had my first ever caffeine anxiety attack. Real shit. It, yeah. it was the absolute I, I, asked, worst. I asked you this earlier, but I don't know if I got an answer. How many, how many, uh, how many shots of espresso do you think you drink in a week? In a week? Uh, That's actually a good fucking question. Okay. <laughs> Um, if I'm working at the coffee shop, which I work there maybe two or three days a week, uh, I'm having maybe like four shots. So that's already like is about- Is that an average or is that a low number? Because it kind of no, sounds no, no, low. No, 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 no. That's if I'm working. If wow. I'm working, I'm having like maybe like four shots. So two to three days, that's maybe anywhere from eight to 12 shots a week. But then also when I don't work, I get a free drink, so I'm there every day. So, you know, the rest of the week, <laughs> I'm add another six shots to that. So I'm hey, having like maybe 18 shots of coffee Jesus a week. Christ. So you had a coffee before getting here today, right? That yes. Was, that, was, that, was, that was what, double shot? That was a double shot. All right, so you had a double shot, and then you got here, and the first thing you did was like, hey, give me a drink, also a shot of espresso. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, uh, but the-, the so that's six. That's- or is that just one shot? Prop, it's five. Uh, I don't know. Like we five. should have asked how many shots oh, come in a drink. Fair. What if he's like, um, there's seven in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know what? If this is a double shot, I've already had two from before we got yeah, here. So it's five. Mm-hmm. Two now and then another. So five. Yeah. Um, but me asking for the extra shot of espresso is just like, it's been instilled in me at the coffee shop I work at to always try just like a coffee shop's spro. What's the average for people drinking coffee, you think, Nora? Like, what do you think people would, an average person consume? Like three to four, I feel like. A day? A day, yeah. Um, so two, two is right. like very bare minimum. So talking about like 21, 21 on the low side? 
21 for a week? I mean, if, they I, have the if money they're doing for it, it every day, yeah. yeah. But like, not everyone gets it every day. I guess a barista would maybe. Just, like, I get a lot. Like it. we get a lot of repeat, a uh, lot of repeat customers, and um, if yeah. I see them every day, a lot of them just get like the basic, like this double minimum shot. double shots. Mm-hmm. So they're having maybe around fourteen shots a week. Fourteen to sixteen. If yeah, they to 16 treat themselves shots a week. to an extra drink, and y'all doing it wrong. You do coffee enemas. It's not more efficient. <laughs> no. Backwards. Are we going to talk about that today? It's coffee that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, there's one of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah. So you had the honey cream, yes. Honey cream, cream. iced. Franny had the honey the cream honey as cream well. hot and then the hot shot, uh, a spro. And then I had the Americano, which is very, very nice. I'm curious about your iced Americano because I had the single shot. Of course, the iced Americano is a little like diluted, especially mm-hmm. as the ice melts. But what, what do you think of the flavor of the shot? Because when I had this, that single shot, uh, it was pretty good, pretty bright, but also like a little, a little bitter for my taste. You know, I liked it, but it was like definitely a little up there for me in the bitterness. And in uh, terms of like what, could I, what I can compare it to, because I usually get Americanos from Nora's shop, uh, which is Starbucks. And then no, there's also like Dosis because I sometimes order... But but you never now ordered I, an Americano from Dosis. Yeah, I have. I, I have. But normally I get just the Sunrise I cart, which is basically a, a fancy ass fucking Americano because I asked w- for it with a shot instead oh, of cold uh, brew. Cold brew. Yeah, because it hits different. It's so good. Um, that shit busting. But compared <laughs> to <laughs> compared to everything else, I feel like Starbucks. Granted, because they do three shots for what for, for their Americano? Americano for the Granny says yeah about yeah. So that one's like just just too much for me personally. I'm it's good with dark. two shots, and when I taste it, it is very dark. It's I would say it's kind of close to that right now, but it's way better. It's way it's sweeter. It's sweeter in my opinion, but still very fucking bitter. Uh, Dosis's fucking americano is a whole lot sweeter somehow. I don't know how to explain it. It's the beans. Um, it's the beans. No, obviously it's all yeah. The beans. But it's very like and the water quality. Oh, and there's that too. Yeah. What do y'all think about McDonald's? <laughs> Don't even Mac-cafe, list that bro. here, dude. Um, McCafe. Yo, um, <laughs> you know, uh, if you like Americanos, you know what I started drinking at Dosis? And so I uh, asked them to uh, make you a steamed Americano, uh-huh. where instead of getting like the faucet hot water, like the uh-huh. they, they, they put like just their regular ice uh, still water in the steaming pitcher and they bring it up to like latte temp. So it's not extremely, extremely, extremely hot. It's like hot, but not... Like you can sip it, you know, and not burn the shit out of your tongue. And like the flavor is also like- Can I like have that little... iced? No, just <laughs> Sir? <laughs> not bussing. That's not- When a... do we start talking about weed? <laughs> I'm here for that's the what, weed. That's one of, that's one of the, the, the bees, right? <laughs> it's, it's beers, Beaver. beans, and buds. Oh, brews. <laughs> Bruce, you're, you're like Bruce, murdering the title Bruce of this. bears and boobies <laughs> booba booba big booba uh, big booba I'm gonna start a spinoff it's, it's called be big booba boba <laughs> just oh, boba, boba tea. tea boba that's a, that's a Bo- no that boba fett <laughs> bro your nice. hypothetical uh, podcast name just reminded me like I used to have like this running joke with my uh, my little brother that we wanted to start yeah, like, comedian like, or something yeah bro we wanted to start like one of those like Instagram pages that is literally like you know you know it's just for like mass appeal and monetization. We wanted to call yeah. it a kitties and titties, and then we looked <laughs> nice. it up on uh it was gonna be just pictures of like girls holding cats like in between their tits. Yeah. But then we try to look that up and there's like 
a much better page already in existence called Kitties, Titties, and Kush. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I'm what like, fuck. fuck. How can the we cats, ever compete? The cats are smoking weed? <laughs> the cats <laughs> are smoking weed. Oh, shit. They have their own catnip. <laughs> and they have big ass <laughs> <laughs> It's a furry website. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's a, we can compete, though. Like, <laughs> You could. Won't even try. Friendlier version of it. Kids. That's not what I go meant. Go home, you. Roger. Jeez, you guys are fucking awful here, man. Yeah, what, you're, is, you're, what kind of show are you running? Anyway, you know what? Let's get to... You're going to find another car right now. Let's get to the other topic. <laughs> Yo, this is, uh, this is Roger on four shots of Spro, dude. No. So, <laughs> and a pint. get him that honey cream Let's stat. get to that other topic. Racism. We can do the, um, the Q&A submission because it involves telling stories. I got really dizzy down. all of a sudden. It's the Spro. Stop Spro it. Dog. I'm not being serious. I'm being, I am being serious. I'm You're just, not being serious. You're not being serious. Being serious. Like a Freudian just, slip. just drink your water, bro. Just You'll be fine. Water, dog. Drink the Wawas. So <laughs> we have a Q&A submission again. Awesome. And this is today Let's A that Q. It was actually sent like two days ago, which is pretty convenient because I didn't know what else to talk about today. Okay. So this is from Michael from Dallas, Texas. Hi, His Michael. question is... Hi, Mike. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. <laughs> His, question, <laughs> His question is, when's the last time you failed spectacularly? Oh, uh, this morning. <laughs> Whenever I wake up, I feel like a Every morning, I just failure. look at myself and I'm just like... You one, know the concept. The concept of failing spectacularly is fun to think about. Like mm -hmm. just like the idea of like you failed so hard, it was impressive. Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's. Um, I have to think about that real quick though. So, anyone else got one right now? I never one? fail, bro. I never miss. I need to think about about it too. Um, um, I feel like I haven't had any spectacular failures lately. But just you failures, know, just failures, <laughs> just your run of the mill failures. You know, the the comedy being on a hiatus like really saves us from a lot of spectacular, <laughs> um, spectacular failures. I will say one though. I remember uh, so uh, I we were doing a stand up comedy show in. Um, Where's the place? Port Aransas. Port Aransas. Oh, oh my yeah. God. At, at, at Billy Joe's. Oh, you were there. Yeah, I was Billy at, Joe's right. Crab House. At Billy Joe's Crab House. I documented that yeah, shit. So Ke Kevin, uh, sometimes just like a random hobby of his, he takes pictures. and um, <laughs> he's, all, he's only a, an adventure photographer. Only a, a little hobbyist. Um, yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. Uh, so, why, <laughs> so we decided, hey, you know, come with your little disposable camera and like take pictures. <laughs> of us uh, doing this little comedy show thing and he was like yeah I'm down and we were like you can ride with us and he was like no I'm gonna take my own car and I was like okay so he shows up and uh, he shows up in a little cowboy hat and a, a black den looking like the fucking lone rider oh, yeah. yeah he pulls up and then he has like 80 lenses with him and we were like <laughs> we just need one the, just like we just some need one disposable camera yeah, like, it's, yeah. Uh, and so he he shows up and he sets up his printing station and his little photo booth <laughs> and uh now nah, i'm just kidding so we we, we went and uh we uh, got on got on stage and we're talking about like our bombs right so i'll talk i'll talk about mine specifically but uh the thing about this is that like with stand-up comedy when 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 you do stand-up comedy you do it like in a club or in a bar sometimes not but, at a crab house but typically there's a context for comedy right like it's already set up so people are going there to see a show right and you show up 
at like a restaurant <laughs> and, and we, there's people it's like you walk into their it's like if you walk into the like, like their dining room and like you just they're all a family together having you know dinner nice you know everything's calm and it's like you just started telling jokes in their dining room in front of them and it's just so intrusive and kind of obnoxious so uncomfortable yeah that yeah. context in itself is it's it's like you know what my, my like one of the worst most uncomfortable gigs was showing up to do a private event at Johnny Carino's. <laughs> I fucking Yo, hated hold that. Hold on. I, I, I know mine. Uh, oh, well, let me, let me finish. Oh, right. yeah. Okay, so, okay, okay. So we, we um, was anyway, yeah, we show up, we get to, uh, we get to the, uh, the place, the venue, and then there's people there who are like very, very not into what we were doing. Right? <laughs> so they're just like not paying attention at all. People are walking out. It looks like a recipe for disaster. And I think all of us kind of go up there and eat shit. Um, mm -hmm. for like five yeah. to ten minutes, and it was uh, very, it was very amazing to see. I thought the jokes were pretty funny. I, I showed I, up there. I feel like the only laugh that I got on that show is when I acknowledged that I was bombing spectacular. That's when I started doing that whole like, yeah. I told my mom I wanted to be a comedian, and she could only see me living the dream now. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was awful. Uh, yeah, I, I think mine is in a similar thing. It's when we did that Godforsaken Tammy U dorm room oh, show. Oh shit, yeah. Oh, I, actually, so, I remember I'm you guys invited me to though. that shit. So um yeah so, free Chick-fil-A. That's what I went for. Was it worth it? Yeah. 100%. No. One hundred percent. People quit comedy that night. Like there really? were people who like tried to do comedy, they went up there, Bro, they ate shit and then I, they're like, I'm never doing comedy again. I'm Damn. not I'm not kidding. I think I, I think I mentioned this to you, oh, but yeah, I don't, you I don't I'm not sure. I cried in my I car. Cried in the car <laughs> after. after we had him after right after him. Shit. Like you know, he we re, ran out. He was like, oh, I don't want to do comedy anymore. That's, that's good. No, that's, that's not, a joke. That's a joke. No. So uh, if you want to know why, first of all, it was already fucked from the get go because a comedian who I will not name, I'll name uh, him. I'm just uh, stole my opening joke. Name drop. Uh, never mind. I don't know who that is. Oh. It's because I, I was talking to Roger because I, I was kind of spitballing like I wanted to do an opening that was like specific to the show we were doing. So we're like, we're at Tammy U. So I wanted to be like, a, I wanted to go up on stage and be like, ah, oh, Tammy U, haven't been here in a while. This is the best school I've ever dropped out of, you know, <laughs> and I guess this other dude heard me because he goes like, up on stage and he genius. just, he goes up on stage. I think he's the dude that goes up right before me. And he goes like, yeah, you know, I, I use, uh, I came to Tamiyu, dropped out. And I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> you already Maybe knew. just a lot of people drop out, dude. Yeah. Just kidding. So I had to like, I like improvise like an opening on the fly and it didn't work. And from that point, like, and then nobody was listening. Like people were texting, like people were talking amongst themselves. I try to ask them to fucking listen to me. <laughs> and I don't think you ever want to do that as a comedian to be like, hey, I'm fucking talking up here. Uh, I've seen it happen a couple of times. So it's the, very fact that I, the fact that I was like, uh, no, what did I, I think I said something like, all right, well, clearly you're doing something more important. You know, and I was like, uh, that's when I knew. I that's was when like, they oh, busted okay. out the nuggets though, dude. You were set up for failure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you eat before you went up? Yeah, I did. That's uh, our payment, dude. That was our payment. We didn't get you paid. You paid up front. First? Oh, yeah, shit. they paid up front. With Chick-fil-A. With Chick-fil-A nuggies. Well, for the first show, it was pizza. You the first show was show. pizza. The second show was Chick-fil-A nuggies. You would we fun. went a second time, so we oh. did it twice. Oh, fuck. So yeah. the first one's the chicken, Chick-fil-A. 
No. The, the, oh, the pizza. One. The, the first one was a pizza. That one I think went all right. I don't even remember. Yeah, Honestly, the, the second such one. A blur. The second one, I just felt spectacularly. Had no laughs. What was hilarious? Listened. What was actually like really hilarious about that is that they structured it as a secret show. You don't want to do oh, yeah, a that. fucking secret show for comedians. You want people there. It was so like, like oh, just guess where these random people are going to be telling jokes. It's, uh, I just remember like. I didn't even know where it was. I just I, showed up. <laughs> I just remember like I ran my time, put the mic back up on the stand and the stage was right next to the door. And you just took it. And I just left. bolted. Oh, Literally that. walked right out. Great. Yeah, I, I, I that, that one was I, I, You know, what was, funny, what was funny about that one is that like we were surrounded by like our peers, like people who were kind of our age, a little younger, if anything. And th- that's why it didn't feel super uncomfortable. Right. So I, I, uh, I stayed and I watched every bomb and it was delicious. <laughs> um, and I, 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 I kind of, I didn't bomb. I, I, I did pretty well in both, I think, but I don't remember. I think I left. Yeah. You left before uh, my be, set before your set because yeah, I know. Fuck that. Yeah, I no, I crushed. I, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. No, I I got up there and I, I did you know regular. I think it was like like ten minutes. What's funny is they had asked beforehand for us not to cuss. Yeah, uh, and I just got up there. I'm like, uh, so they told me not to cuss, but uh, fuck that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I just I, I I cussed too much. It's a filler. Wait, I, I kind of wish I would have stuck to my original right? plan because I told you because before the show started, they were playing uh, Food Network and they had diners, drive-ins, and dives. Mm-hmm. And what I was like, fuck? and I was like, dude, I just want to ask them to keep the TV on, and I'm just gonna commentate on whatever the fuck is going on for five minutes. Innovative. It would have been Being dope. Would have been fucking funny. It would be. But uh, then, you know, what's the word? avant-garde avant-garde but it's like <laughs> especially after some dude stole my opening joke i'm like well you know it would have been so much better for me to just bullshit for five minutes because i can't do what i was planning on doing anyways yeah. what about you guys spectacular failures i'm thinking birth. about uh <laughs> yeah Wait, are you gonna conceived. tell one for me no 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 i was no <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should do we should it's tell each other's uh failures that involve both of us is it the Lost Maples one? Hell yeah. Uh, I want to hear that. Yeah, you know what? That one does take the cake. It's the one I told last time. You guys didn't think it was a scary story. Um, oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yep. basically we went. It's Our for very, the first, very first hike. Like first ever hike ever like at Lost Maples. We went so unprepared. Like fucking I had skinny jeans on. And a fucking like thick ass black shirt, and it was hot. You know what? I had just leggings and the usual, like, she was more prepared than me, in other words. Slightly. And for light, because we were planning on going hiking up the most steepest fucking part of the entire hike. And we we went with like what half a gallon of water only no like like it's like probably 32 ounces 32 worth. ounces of fucking water which is like not enough for a hike whatsoever and we had no, I had plenty like, of food though plenty yeah, of food for yeah. like a couple of days there Somehow you go. That makes some, sense. Some Chick-fil-A nuggies. <laughs> and Nora had her fucking like grandpa's lantern or some shit, which is like the big yellow ones. It's passed down from generations. The tiny got to wind up, dude. Fuck, bro. Like that thing, like when, because we, we were just going, we were having fun taking photos. We took our sweet ass time to the point where we, when we started hiking up, 
it started getting darker and we're like, oh, fuck. And Nora's like, no, we got a few more I mean, like steps. It's okay. The plan was to hike down in the dark. I just didn't think it was that big of a deal at the time, but I, I, I learned my Nora's lesson. Never I, got, ex- I got whooped in my ass. Nora never experienced night without like city pollution. Like air, I mean, light pollution. Light pollution. The it's, darkness, it consumed It consumed her completely, and she was so scared. She wanted to cry. And she was like just fucking gripping on my arm. That kind of, that kind of darkness ready. where you can't see your hand in yeah. front of your yeah. fucking yeah. face. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of darkness. That's real darkness, bro. The, okay, let, let me twist this. You, you played, have you played Slender, right? The yeah. game? Okay. You know how, like, when you're using your flashlight after a while, the game technically kills it for you? It's at the last stage. That's how the lantern for Nora's, like, thing was. It was just flickering. And it wasn't, like, this nice blue light. It was yellow. So it was this mustard, nasty, like, Silent Hills-looking light. And it's just flickering. And you guys knew your way back, though? or yeah. like, No, well, um, well we a little figured bit, yeah. it out. We but figured it out. The issue is that we also picked, like, one of the steepest, like, hardest trails. So, yeah. like, we already kind of set up for failure because we were really beginners and... We were like, eh, so for fine. the first hike, you were like, I what's was- the hardest one? <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's like, and you I mean- know, like that whole thing, like when you go to jail, you look for the toughest dude there <laughs> yeah. and you fucking sock him to establish dominance. It was the worst thing ever. You were sucker punching a hiking that trail. Nuts, sucker, it's like sucker punch me, Nora, dude. Nora was just so scared. And it was me too, because I was just like, but I have Shin to like, bricks. I have to like fucking marar un huevo yeah. and shit or whatever the fucking phrase goes. Yeah. Damn, and, and fucking, and, and it was at the time, when was it? Was it spring or fall? It was, it was summer. It was summer? Oh, next it was summer. Heat. So it was summer. And so around that time, I'm assuming they, they treat the trees, so they debark them. So you got these pale fucking trees that just look like naked bodies almost in the dark. Oh, so when you just flash cool. your light at them, and I would do it fast sometimes because I would hear something. <laughs> he just go, no, I would freak the fuck out. She's like, don't fucking do that. And I'm just like, quiet, bro. I heard something. There's trees. And then we were going down the trail and we were like finishing up and I was telling Nora, look, it's this landmark where, like, we're getting home. Like, we got this, bro. I kind of want to experience that. It was so fun, dude. Like, looking back, it's so fun. <laughs> I like, take, like, that. a flare gun and, like, some, just, some just glow sticks. Just, <laughs> just waste them for no reason. No, no, no. Oh, fuck. And this? then we were walking oh, down the trail. Oh. <laughs> we were walking down the trail and then to finish it off, to scare the shit out of Nora, a fucking armadillo just crosses our path. And Nora just freaks out. She's like, what is that? And it's a fucking armadillo. It stops. It's like looking at us like, what the fuck? And then it just keeps what going. It's just, okay, so, what if it so, talked? Bro, <laughs> the, the reason- you were just like, yo, uh, exit sound that way. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I was so scared of it is because Kevin, like hours earlier when he had just started the hike, was like, oh yeah, armadillos can like fucking roll at you. What? Like fucking Sonic or some shit. I saw a video. I saw a video of it. Like I was like, because I searched up like uh, what animals are out there, right? And then I look up like can, what what they can what they can do. And one video I saw is that armadillos can like literally roll at you. And I was just like, oh, that's Shut cute. Shut the fuck up! I don't bro, you just that. kick it like a kid ball, bro. <laughs> <Just> coming out, <laughs> you, you line that shit you up. You break your toe with them. How big how, is, bro? How big was it? Was Dude, it like the one that we saw was a fucking like a. Your ghost. My that, dog? Yeah. Like just a small tiny, dog. bro. Like a small dog. I would just I scoop it up, it. dude. Like just like scoop it up and then just roll it, it back. Roll it back. 
bowling, dude. Just take it out of the pins. Roll, roll it back. Perfect form. <laughs> How does it tell where it's going? What if you just step out of the way and it like misses? It, it just r- goes down it, the creek. It, oh, it, 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 just, it rolls forever. It's, yeah. it's rolling to this That's day. hilarious. No, I, I want to see that, though. I think their little feet get to like push them so they can steer, too. I don't think they can what? see what they're doing. What the though. fuck? That's oh, a shit. Digimon at that point. Bro. You like roll it downhill. I really don't know. I'm just assuming. Yeah, that sounds like bullshit. I don't know if I believe that. I, I just saw a video on it. So, so you went and you looked up the, uh, the before we get to your failure, because I'm sure you've got. Yeah, plenty, I, I got one. Plenty. Um, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, I, but um So you looked up all of like the native animals for that area? A little bit. No, the ones any, that, that seemed more dangerous. That's what I was us. asking. Like, well, That's what I want to ask. Were there any like dangerous animals? Like a mountain lion type of thing. Oh, you could have gotten mauled. That's rare. But that's like super that's rare super in that rare area. In that area, super rare. Like you would have to see them like literally higher elevation. But we were coming oh. down. So that's kind of like what it what just, was be just like stalking around. you. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah. yeah that's what that's you. what like added the fear to it because we were kind of like just scared. And we had all that food that I mentioned. Oh so yeah, and we like, had the food too because it was know. it wasn't like packaged food either. It was like shit we we packed, so we had like smelly well, sandwiches. Food. Yeah. Sandwiches. You did walking. You're walking. Uh, walking cooler. Like for like a snack snack tray. Pretty much. Yeah. For we took a lions. we took a humid ass trail too because the next time we hiked it. <laughs> We took a way more cool, like, uh, Just an trail. easier way to get up. Yeah, it's a and little, it's higher technically and longer. Because I think the, the reason no. Nora took, chose that trail, because it was shorter, but the elevation was fucking, the like, dramatic. Was fast. So, like, it just, it would take someone longer. Or at least people with fucking skinny jeans on. <laughs> Shit, bro. <laughs> like, it was awful. But it was good. Reminds me of that thing from the the, the Nate Bargatze joke where he's just like he's hiking up a mountain or up a trail or something like that, and then he gets halfway and he's like, "Hey, uh, this is it, right?" Like you kind of get the point, right? And, <laughs> yeah. then, and then some people walking down are like, uh, "We did it, and we're older." And then he was like, "Yeah, well, that's that's not what I asked, though." Like <laughs> everybody's cocky coming back down. Like it's, it's, it was funny. He's like, "I saw yeah. a lady carrying her baby up here. I left my wallet in the car." <laughs> I fucking funny. love Nate Bargatze, dude. Yeah, he's great. Um, so so, so your, your failure? Mine, uh, the one I was going to tell was like, it's one of like our early, early like weddings that we've ever done. I had like gas. You got married? No, I got gas. I'm just kidding. And I ripped ass. <laughs> you farted in the middle like, of a session? No, not in the middle of a session. Oh, so right before they said, you I cropped do. us to the bride. You cropped us to the bride. I cropped us to the couple. Oh, oh no, no shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, wait, did they, could they tell? Me about they, they, they dude, could, did, you get, did you get a picture of the reaction? No, no, no. Oh, that would have been great. No, it was, okay. <laughs> Imagine that as a memory. Your first fart smelled as a couple came from me. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> That'll be an extra $25. Yeah. Frame, frame. Frame it. Frame it with their fucking, like... Just grab the gas. In the middle of the guy, like, just waving it away from his face. Like, what did you eat? Yeah. Like, fuck. It was, um... The fuck did we have for breakfast? It was one uh, of I wasn't breakfast. actually oh, asking, no. Dude, but... Did I had, it like, play a role? Yeah, I had a oh. cheese and shit in the morning, which I never do, because I try to avoid that shit. But it was, like, one of our super early weddings. None, none of the stuff that we've been posting up recently. But it's just like one of our old, old weddings. and Four years ago, dude. More or less four years ago. Um, they were having a moment because normally we tell them like, be together, yada, yada, and, you know, be cool or whatever. And enjoy the moment be, together before be cool. you, you start doing a, uh, your whole presentation to the whole people. <laughs> I'm going to come back and fucking crop dust the shit out of you. <laughs> just I enjoy. least expect it. <laughs> okay, that's here. That's here. Sorry. She, Basically, um, she, <laughs> she, um, 
What's it called? Oh, yeah. So they were like in some, not a balcony, but like a, like this, whatever this a is, patio? a patio porch, patio porch type of thing. Gazebo. A gazebo. <laughs> I don't know. Just... And I was taking a photo because it, it looked cute. They were, they looked fucking cute. And, and, and then I was like, cool, I got it. And I was like, fuck, like I need to change my battery. So I go change the battery. I come back. I'm like, oh, they're gone. Like, but I just couldn't oh, see them. No. So I'm like, fuck, I have to like fart, bro. I just opened the door slightly and I just scoot my booty in out and just fucking but it was like so could- <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a fucking loud one. I didn't like rip ass. I just fucking I threw it's one of those like Oh, the worst ones. ones. The worst yeah, ones. Those are the ones that smell the worst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just a fucking like geyser and shit. It's just <laughs> Yeah, it's like the little air fresheners that go off automatically yeah. in the restaurant. Fucking glades. Yeah. I glazed them. <laughs> glazed no, them. No. <laughs> oh, I don't know who it tells that part. I'm just it's on yeah. the second package. <laughs> okay. no. An extra hundred dollars. A, a couple glazing. Um and help you conceive but, your first child. So oh. I did that and and then I started walking away oh, and I I saw Nora and she's like, it's like the couple's ready so we can like start heading over to like the reception. I'm like, fucking lit, right? Or whatever. I turn around and I see them like opening the door where I literally slightly open it. I'm just like, oh no. And they open the door and they're like, they, they do that face like the fuck the snake face yeah like the fuck it's like they smell. hit a wall like yeah. <laughs> they're like what the fuck is that and, uh, granted we were like downtown so it's like <laughs> did you point at Nora she's like yo it's fucking her <laughs> why'd you do that Nora <laughs> I just blamed it on Laredo's infrastructure <laughs> did you really no I, oh. I just think did quiet. they say anything uh, they, they mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> they they mentioned not to me. They just oh, mentioned it in passing, like that. They blamed it on. <laughs> they blamed it on one of their their groomsmen and shit. They're like, I think one of our groomsmen's like smells a little, like a little funky. Oh, and I was like, funny. It's like I'll, I thought, I'll I thought keep they were gonna say to you, like, hey, did you shit yourself? <laughs> Is everything okay? <laughs> you Do you need to, to take wipe? a break? <laughs> you should go change your pants. <laughs> Fuck, man. I yeah. have a similar story. It doesn't involve a wedding though. I worked. I you worked. Shit yourself? No, <laughs> I worked. I, I actually, you might know oh, the story, no. but I worked. I, I worked at Sears for a bit, yeah. and um, uh, I can say that now because they're bankrupt. Uh, but I worked. I worked at Sears for a bit, and uh, wait, you couldn't say that before? No, you can't talk about like you bases. Have a dis- uh, like a disclaimer. The, I have a non-compete thing, but I don't think oh. an NDA. I don't know. I don't work with them anymore. I don't know. I don't know what the fucking rules are. Don't quote me. Um, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. They can't afford lawyers. I'm gonna quote you. Don't. Uh, anyway, I worked. I worked. Back to my fart story. Um, I worked. Uh, I worked at. I worked at Sears for a bit, and I was in the electronics department. And it's a super short story, but uh, I was trying to get out of the uh, of the department so I could go to the restroom and just you know do my do my thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I tried getting out of there, but as I was doing that, some lady's like, "Oh, hey, can you come like help me out with something?" I'm like, "Oh, just give me a second. They were like, "It's just gonna be real quick." And, just, you know, and I was like, "Uh, okay, yeah, just give me a second. Let me go out towards the back aisle area real uh-huh. quick." And I was gonna go to the storage room, but then there were people in the storage room, so I kind of leaned back a little bit. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so came in at the right time. Right. Yeah, time. I was telling an excellent story. 
Um, you, you, don't for, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. No, no, you don't. Okay. No, you have to keep going now. Yeah. Can't stop it. I don't want it. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what I we're here for. Here when He's you talking heard about Kevin. when he when he farted. I, that's some one of his worst. Yeah, like, that's not. Yes. Why did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, we, we are we are amongst friends. So, so there you go. We're amongst friends. I was friends. just saying. It's, yeah, I used to I used to work and like retail. It's a tough. It's a tough environment, right? And uh, one time I uh, was trying to leave the department and. Uh, lady was uh was very insistent about me trying uh, me about me staying uh so i could um so i could like help her out uh and she just didn't let me uh leave so i walked out to like another aisle uh and then i just you know you know did did my thing and uh and she starts walking towards me <laughs> when i told her to just chill and like stay in the area she starts walking towards me and uh as she's doing this um i was like stop like <laughs> 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 i'm looking at her and i'm like please just stay right there and then she she keeps walking i'm like ma'am <laughs> please and then so she actually she gets closer and then at one point it's like like i said like she hits a wall and then she's just like oh you, oh, this is you, this is what she you was were like, warning me about. Do you need to go to the restroom? I will wait for you. And I was like, "Yeah, please." And she's like, "Okay." And then I left. I went to the restroom. And then that was it. Um, but riveting story. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> it's it's uh, a pleasure, and thanks for being so uh, open and honest. Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't have been if I knew you were going to walk out. <laughs> Hey, like I said, we're you're my family now, so we're good. We're good. You want right. to you want to get the mic a little closer to your mouth so we can. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, we we'll just, just do, watch out with the coffee. You're gonna drop it. Don't 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 drop it. That's it's a really good coffee. <clears throat> all right. So for the sake of like uh, COVID reasons and stuff like that, that's a new screen, so you can like get as close as possible. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna throw it away afterwards, anyways. Not to say that you have COVID or anything. Let me breathe I, on it now. Yeah, you can breathe on it as much as you want. It's all yours. Luke, you are my father. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, Luke is the father? No. <laughs> you are my father. We, 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 you are my father. We got to rewrite the script. It's like right? an Come episode on. of Maury. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Vader, um, you are my father. <laughs> so let's do a little intro introduction. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. today's guest is actually here now. Uh, and it's such an honor to have you because the first time we met you, honestly, was very um, just, just move that. It's making me very nervous. What the? No. They move the cop. Yeah, because <laughs> like he's gonna like elbow it. Hello, check check. Do I sound okay? You need to raise yours. Yeah, you need to raise it. Yeah, I think I lowered. Oh, there yeah. you go. There we go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Cool. All right. Cool. So redo. so redo on that one. Okay. So today's guest is here now. Perfect. Um, I was gonna ask you. How do you pronounce your first name? Duvall? Duvall. Hey, perfect. Yeah. Duvall. Perfect. So we have Dr. Duvall Patel. Sounds good, but Duvall's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Proud owner of the coffee barrel. Co-owner? My wife is the co-owner. My son is a owner. You know, it's, this is a community thing. So it's everyone. It's everybody's, you know. (laughs) So with that being said, if you can just kind of give yourself a little, um, who you are, what the coffee barrel is to you. And then we'll kind of go into more exactly uh, what we're going to talk about. <laughs> wait, wait, I got to talk? What? Are you serious? I thought we were just having some fun eating and drinking, you know, stuff like that. No, we're, we're definitely going to do that. Well, okay. All right. Good, good, good. <laughs> well, hey, it's a pleasure, guys I and gals, right? Let's be politically correct here, guys and gals. Um, thank you for being here and coming and coming down to the Coffee Barrel and Common Table, Atomic Bakery. Um, this is my passion. 
that's the best way to summarize what the Coffee Barrel and all the sister brands that we have represent. It is a place to bring our community together and enjoy wonderful, excellent, uncommon, unique food and beverage, particularly in South Texas, uh, which actually then allows us to make a real profound impact in our community. The, the premise behind what we do here is community development. That's the big vision. And we want to create sustainable, positive communities. And we focus on education, healthcare, and economic livelihood. But it's food and beverage that brings us together anywhere uh, in the world that I've been. And unless I guess I'm sleeping, I can't think of a single moment in my life that doesn't involve food and beverage of some kind. So yeah. let's let's uh, you know let's let's focus on that you know and uh, yeah yeah for sure. But that's what the coffee barrel is about. It's yeah. my passion. It's my life. On that note, because you didn't mention your sister uh, sister company, sister brand, so sister brand, sister brands. Let's sister call brands. it. Yeah. Uh, one that I was just fascinated on because I was trying to do a deeper dive on it, and we kind of had a conversation about it on the phone yeah. uh, before this whole show. Uh, was the Atomic Baker? Because I saw you post about him. On your Instagram, it was just a, a picture of him and he kind of explained who he was. Yeah. And I didn't make the connection that he was the Atomic Baker, uh, which, by the way, spiffy as like son that you have. <laughs> like he looks amazing. Um, but yeah, can you kind of elaborate a little bit more on who the Atomic Baker is and kind of how that brand came to be? The, uh, hey, thanks for digging into it. The Atomic Baker. Uh, full disclosure, he is my almost 17-year-old son, the pride and joy of my wife and I, who acts like he's 35 and will tell you that he is also <laughs> the chair of the board of whatever enterprises that I have um, and that I work for him. So that that in a nutshell, who he is. But um, like uh, many 17-year-olds that I know, they are very passionate and know exactly what uh, they want to do in life, you know, many, many of them. And he has a love for math and science and particularly theoretical physics. So while he enjoys that, his other creative outlet is baking. And we're not talking about just, you know, little cookies little here. Crocker cakes. No, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Easy bake oven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he, he probably had one when he was, you know, two years old, I think. But no, he is you know, we'll rolling out the dough for croissants that take you three days to make. He's making Queen of Mons. He's making French macaroons. I mean, like real stuff. And that's really his creative outlet. But it isn't necessarily the creativity the way you, you and I would think about it. Mm -hmm. It's the precision and the math and science that goes into baking that he loves. And he's put that together under a brand called Atomic Bakery. So a lot of the baked goods that we have here come directly from him. And he's on a mission to motivate young kids to enjoy baking and put a love of math and science into that and combine those talents. So that's who the Atomic Baker is. That's what his creative outlet is. And he hopes to one day win the Nobel Prize in theoretical physics. And <laughs> you know, you tell him, hey, where are you I, I just saw the picture. I just looked it up yeah. on Instagram. Like anybody wearing that bow tie. <laughs> has a Nobel Prize in their future, 100%. I will definitely tell him that. Yeah. No, he uh, has loved bow ties from day one. And I told him one time, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to start wearing bow ties uh, as well. He says, no, that's my thing. You wear your ties like you normally do. I was like, all right. All Don't right. copy my brand. Exactly, exactly right? You're buying exactly. my style. Exactly. 
No, it's uh, all the styling comes from my wife. I, I look, look what I'm wearing. I'm wearing t-shirt and jeans. It's a cool, it's a cool t-shirt. It's a cool. T- I have one. Uh, I was gonna bring it, but I, I didn't want to be like that guy that's wearing a. Uh, the band T-shirt to the concert should have, you know. Hey, 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 we like fans. So it's all right. Boy. It's all good. <laughs> Instead, he brought a shirt that he could easily stain with meatballs. No, okay, cool. We're good so far. We're good. Yeah, so we're far. good so yeah, far. Yeah. I'll take one to go though. I'm gonna need a second sandwich. He actually put one of meatball in his pocket for later, so it's a. <laughs> Common practice. So, um, on the way over here, we were we were we were talking, and uh, uh, so we had actually. I don't think you've, you like mentioned this because we are gonna do a redo on it, right? But uh, the uh, um, so we met you last time when we were here for our first our first yeah, shot, three, shot three weeks um, ago three three weeks yeah. ago, and um, uh, so we talked a little bit about like just your kind of a uh, your approach to like culinary stuff to, to to the drinks and to like every all the care that you put behind it you have like a little garden out here for your fresh herbs and spices and and and, and uh all that good stuff yeah uh, <laughs> we had we had talked about that um and then kevin tells me on the way over here that you're also a doctor and i was like oh, hold up like how, how? Like, i just i want to know like the transition from like doctor to owning a, a, a coffee because that's always like a very inspiring thing to me like like having yeah. a, a, a you just not necessarily that you dropped everything or that i'm making assumptions that you dropped everything but um what was that transition like you know what inspired it funny enough that's actually one of my talking points oh, <laughs> right, sorry right. well <laughs> sorry if i stole that no, that's, that's a, good that's uh, good i like that uh the transition has been challenging has been exciting has been filled with ups and downs, but look, nothing in life, you know, is smooth and seamless, right? So my, I'm actually a doctor of public health, all right? Um, and that's what I trained for. Why? Because no, no. from a very young age, water. you okay? Yeah. Water. Is that the honey cream that went down the wrong way? It was actually maybe like a leftover spice from the- Oh, maybe it's the meatball that's stuck yeah. in your back. <laughs> is it in your, in your pocket? No, it was, no, I, no I, I, I'm the pocket meatball guy. <laughs> no, that's why so, I brought the black pants today. Right. Staying as easy. So look, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm a doctor of public health. I've always believed that to make sustainable, positive communities, you got to have people that are healthy. And so I used to, my first job actually was at Texas A&M Health Science Center at the public health school, being a young, naive assistant professor and doing research and teaching classes. And then I started to travel the world on health projects um, all over the place. And then I transitioned over to working for UNICEF and a lot of other large international NGOs. And so used to live in Africa, Asia, Europe, have been to, you know, 80, 90 countries, all with a mission to improve healthcare in different ways. And as I started to work for these other organizations, I noticed that, you know, a lot of these programs that we put in place keep failing for various reasons. And I won't bore you with the details, but I saw a common thread, which was, bring people together with excellent food and beverage and learn other cultures and how they eat and drink and uh, it will inspire people and bring them together. So about eight years ago, um, my wife, son and I moved down here um, to Beeville. Uh, my wife grew up around here. I grew up in Houston. We met in Austin a long time ago. Uh, we used to live in New York City and Manhattan and Washington, D.C. and all over the world. And then we came down here and I, at that point, had transitioned to working for myself. Um, have a couple of other enterprises with partners and, 
you know, was doing the similar sort of work that I used to do before, but just for ourselves, right? We made a lot of mistakes and learned from others. So why not do them for yourself now? Yeah. So yeah. I started doing that um, as a social entrepreneur and worked with a lot of other universities and, and, and organizations and businesses and governments and so forth. And then about three years ago, uh, three, three and a half years ago, my wife said, there's a coffee shop in town and my friends want you to buy it. And I said, there's not. I would have known. She's like, there is. And I said, what? And she goes, go check it out. They want you to buy it because it's, it's going to close down and a community needs a coffee shop, which is ironic because she doesn't even drink coffee, <laughs> you know, and not a lick of it. And I was like, okay. So, but at that point I was still traveling 80, 90% of the time. Yeah. And then I came in here. Um, so this was established by somebody else uh, about in 2014 with a great social mission. And unfortunately they had to close down or we're going to sell it or whatever. So I came in here for every single day for a month. And the team at that point um, said, are you going to buy the place? I said, I'm going to buy it because I know how to turn this into a awesome community hub. And that's exactly what we've been focusing on for the last four years now, three and a half, four years now. And I kind of just kept things going as normal in the beginning, was still traveling. And then about a year into it, I said, you know, we're going to put some of the changes that I want to put into place now with regard to food, to beverage, healthcare, economic livelihood, mm -hmm. community programs, all this other stuff. And that's where it's transmorphed into it. So has it been uh, seamless and easy? Absolutely hell not. <laughs> right? <laughs> I but mean, for something it, this amazing, I, honestly, I wouldn't say it's easy work to it, at least... To, to make something like this happen. Yeah, honestly, because I've seen all the little programs and stuff like that in, in, yeah. the, in, the, in the, what's it called? The other entities here locally that yeah. basically have worked with you. It's a whole like process and you have a bunch of programs dealing with like helping out with kids, donating most of your like um, uh, herbs and spices and stuff like that that yeah. you grow here um, on your own little uh, garden beds and stuff like that. So that like on its own, like it's, it's hard work on its own, Plus, adding on like everything else that you do with the Uncommon Table and stuff like that too. It's just, it, it, it amazes me how like, well, I'm pretty sure you have a team also, right? We we do have a team. And, and I was going to say that's part of the reason that we've been as fortunate and blessed as we have been. Without great people around you, it's not possible. Look, yeah. I, I mean, every great vision fails really for one big reason. You can't implement. You can't implement because you don't have a great team. I've been very fortunate to have a great team. Um, when I started out, there were eight or nine of them. And then, then we kind of whittled down. Became real lean and mean, and then I've hired some more. And you know, we we have a small, committed, very passionate team, and that's that's what that's what's possible. I I would say the other reason is is that the community has really embraced us. You know, they uh, can't we can't do it without them, and they see what we're doing is uh, that's why I keep bantering on about being uncommon, but they understand that we're doing something that's completely different. Yeah. And that's why they keep coming. And that's why I kind of like the way you kind of explained it with like some of the little pieces I found uh, and that you provided me with yeah. to read up on all of you like here more like more than I already did like my own digging uh, <laughs> locally and stuff. But like PI whole, work. PI oh, work. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But you ever saw no, a deal no, with no, a trench coat? No, 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 no. <laughs> now, now the tough questions really start. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so one of the main thing I saw that, um, and I'll slightly paraphrase, so I don't have to quote the whole thing. Um, 
Three hey, things. If, that... if you're quoting me, you you quote the entire thing. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's at the table. Yeah. <laughs> so Duval said, <laughs> "Hot take." <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Three things that uh, positive, impactful, sustainable communities always have is education, the healthcare pillar, and the economic livelihood. So, uh, when it came to that, are all these factors that that came into play, at least the philosophy behind the uncommon table, is that basically the whole, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess the main driving point to the phrase that basically you have on your shirt, you know, coffee for a cause. Yeah. Basically those three main things. When you started here, what do you think was the most lacking, I guess? The one that you first started on, I guess you should the say. The very first one I started on, because this is my background is healthcare. Okay. Um, and that community garden that you see over there was the very first project that we began. Uh, it's, it's one of 11 pro programs. And I did that because if you look around in South Texas, unfortunately, y'all are from Laredo, right? So you know this very oh, well. Oh, yeah. Right, you know, <laughs> look, I mean, look, what, what, what do people get exposed to and what do they have to eat around here if they don't eat at home? Unfortunately, it's taquerias, taquerias, taquerias. Beevil must be the South Texas capital of taquerias because there's like 50 of them. If you had 10 more, they will all do great, okay? Um, or you've got fast food. There's very little fresh, healthy, you know, food and programming around that that can get kids to eat in a different way. Uh, and so the kids learn from where? From their parents and from school systems and from other people that they watch. So the healthcare pillar was the very first one, and that's what we've been going on about. So then we kind of added on the other pillars along with that. Um, but healthcare is critically important. You can't, look, if you're not healthy, you, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a job, you're not gonna show up for work. If, if you're not yeah. healthy, you're not gonna get into school. You're not, you're not gonna go to school, right? But they all are interplayed. So, so, yeah. speaking speaking of health, tell tell Franny to stop drinking eight shots of espresso per day. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not per day. Um, so so what's the ratio? One eight shots per two days. Um, well, yeah. uh, okay. I'm joking. Hold on, hold on. The real question is, do you drink water with it? I'll get to that. I uh, know. I why, why, why would you dilute I your espresso with it? No, in between. So I I work. I, I work at a coffee shop. Yes. I think we spoke about yes. this. Uh, do Dosis, Dosis, uh, yes. Dosis Coffee. Yes. And I'm also a stand-up comedian along with yes. Roger. And we run a show together every other Thursday. Yeah. So um, uh, the, the first show back, because we took a hiatus because of pandemic reasons. Our first show back happened to be on a day that I worked at Dosis. And uh, our espresso machine there is not automatic, yeah. you know, so we have to dial in the shots, you know, yeah. calibrate the shots, you know, uh, make sure we're, you know, they're pouring out, you know, at the right weight, right time, right consistency. And I'm training, like, I, I, I'm training to be like, coffee is a real big passion of mine and I want to be, you know, the best. Uh, the, the best at what I do. So- uh, Looking for a job because I'm hiring. You know what? You're going to open one in Laredo? <laughs> Hey, on a side note, I'll tell you this. Every small town, every town in South Texas has asked us. You know what the problem is? They it's did not, an interview on a podcast. The problem is I, I can't find the best and the brightest that are mature, reliable, dependable to commit to this long-term vision that I have. Who's, who's committed? 
it's I'm, us right here. I'm, right not, here. I'm not doing anything. How, yeah. how long is long term? Like three, three, three months. What's up? What's up? We got a week or what? Yeah, yes. Three, three, three months actually may be uh, very generous here. My gosh, <laughs> can I ask for a raise on week two? <laughs> yes. but, you know, it's because the thing is, it also like I've always just had a vision. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff happening in the radar, right? Yeah. There's kind of like a little well, well, there was a lot of cool stuff happening. I think the pandemic really took a lot of steam off of it. But yeah. so with the like our other podcasts that we that we do um we we talk to a lot of the local the local artists so the thing is that we've always been like people who uh, i'm gonna agree. get to finish the eight shots of espresso story yeah sorry point, sorry right? sorry oh, yeah, yeah we, we, we derailed i'm sorry yeah, intentionally go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah. no yeah i was gonna say we've always uh we've always been about like creating like platforms right specifically to put people like you like in the light like these people these people are doing really cool stuff we talk about it locally we talk about it like you know not nationally but mostly in texas right um and we've always just had like ideas of like we just want to have that like sense of community because everything we've done we do free shows like you know set up a stage for me your comedy shows are free yeah Yeah. Uh, and and they're open open mics mics. anybody shows up Signs up. We give them five minutes to do whatever they and want. Then, then week after week, they're packed and they're 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 fun events to go to, and yeah. people really enjoy it. And we're building a brand around it. Right. And it's all just around the sense of community. Uh, we do things to promote the local artists by awesome. like having them design flyers, and we have like local musicians come and play during the sign up area. You know, a bunch of stuff like that. So, w- my dream is to open up a cafe slash comedy club. Like I've always wanted to do that because I feel like it's one like conducive to the idea that we've had as far as like a vision. That's the goal. Long right, term. right, right, right. Long term, we want to open something that's like a staple for comedy in South Texas. Because as of right now, there really isn't one. Right. Uh, the closest one to us would be like the LOL in San Antonio. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and then Austin right now is turning into like a mecca for comedy. And so it's been a, uh, it's been it's been nuts. So they uh, they. Um, that's the plan, right? Okay, so these guys funny. No, I'm kidding. No, they're, are these just hopes and dreams? <laughs> no, they're. I, I mean, yeah, I think they're funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I love yeah, no, that guys. sounds like great. I mean, you, you you hit the nail on the head. With, it's about community, right? Yeah. There are different ways to bring people together. I use food and beverage. Y'all are using comedy and. And coffee, coffee <laughs> yeah. and coffee, yeah, Comedy, coffee, a lot, a lot yeah whatever coffee. it is, you know, to bring people together. So it's another arm. So but to, but yeah, going back to your yes, eight shots. Sorry. Yes. So um, yeah, our first show back happened to be a day that I worked at Dosis, and uh, uh, my manager, shout out to Dom, uh, was like, you know what? Uh, calibrate these shots with me. I'm gonna pour two shots, and he specifically warned me, like, just just sip it and tell me how it tastes. But me, I don't listen. So I just <laughs> downed it. You know, I downed that shot. And I was like, yo, that tastes great. Let's keep going. Then he's just like, I don't know. I'm going to try like that one was 35 seconds or like 34 grams. Let's yeah, try yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's try it like this. It's like, remember, just sip it. I'm like, down it, bet. Boom, knocked it down. <laughs> and then uh, no. uh, and all our drinks, I don't know, we, I've been meaning to ask. Yeah. Uh, here at the at the coffee barrel, uh, I'm just gonna how many shots per drink default? So I use a big uh, a big shot, almost two ounces. Okay. Right. And so um, for most people around here, it's more than sufficient. You got the people that want the double four ounce. Yeah. But whether it's a twelve ounce drink or a six twenty ounce drink, it's it's about the same like average so yeah. uh our drinks back at doses yeah. they're by default they're double shot so like okay. they're ab- about the same yeah. so 
we're calibrating these shots, right? I have about three shots in me because it took us that long to get to the, like, what we mutually agreed on was like the perfect shot. Yeah. And every day that I'm there, even when I don't work as an employee, I get a free drink a day. Okay, yeah. So halfway through my shift, I'm like, yo, I'm ready for my drink. Yeah. So they give me my drink. That's a double shot. So now I'm at five. I mean, I'm I'm at five <laughs> shots without even thinking about it. And counting. And counting. <laughs> and then at, at the end of the day, we have a customer and they're asking for a drink with only a single shot. So we split we, we split the shots in, in the two yeah. uh, in the two Gibraltars. Right. So we have this running joke because uh you know we do like I said all our drinks are double shots by yeah. default. So one day uh this lady came in and she ordered two drinks but one of them she wanted to be a single shot. So instead of ringing them up individually, I rang them up together like I bundled up the order and I put like on a little note I said, uh, one drink, single shot. But that one, when it printed on the receipt, instead of looking like a one, it looked like an I. So it read, I drink single shot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a running joke. And I'll always say it. I drink single shot. So uh, I say it in like some weird, vaguely Eastern year. I say this, I go, I drink single shot. <laughs> so, uh, so, any, so the day of our comedy show, you know, this customer orders a drink with only one shot. So they split the shots. Remember, I'm at five shots already. So they, they split the shot. So they poured one shot into her drink and there's one shot sitting on the espresso machine. So... So you got to take it. It's a single yeah. shot. Yeah, exactly, so I'm like, right? hey, Dom. No waste. Hey, Dom, I drink single shot. <laughs> and he's like, fuck it, take it. And he, <laughs> without taking into account the fact that I've had five in me already. So I downed that single shot. So now I'm at six shots. And we're talking about how I have a comedy show later on that night. And I'm telling my manager, dude, I'm like, dude, I'm nervous that... Come showtime, because our show start at 10 p.m. I'm like, I'm I'm scared that come showtime, I'm just I'm gonna be crashing. Cause I'm six shots deep right now and it's 2 p.m. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that coffee crash is gonna hit me and it's gonna hit me hard. And I don't want <laughs> so that. That's the only solution. So I better load up and get five more shots. <laughs> Stay wired. <laughs> Hold on. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like, exactly, I'm, like right? I'm, I'm scared that I'm gonna crash when I go on stage. Yeah. So um, he normally goes like we open up the shop at 6.30 a.m. So he's there like he's waking up by five. So I wasn't expecting him to come to the show because he says he always goes to bed early. So I'm talking to uh, to Roger like we're sitting on like a table just like kind of preparing for the show. Yeah. And around 9.30, my manager gets there and he looks like he's looking around. And I'm like, hey, Dom, what's up? Like and he turns around and he's holding two more shots. <laughs> And he comes up to me and he's like, I don't know if this is good for your health, but in case you need these for the show, here they are. So, so I just, he, he enabled you. He enabled me. So I made it. So he's make a drug it, pusher, huh? Right? Yeah. Legally. Yeah. So I make a huge deal out of it. I go on stage because I'm hosting the show that night. And the very first thing I say, I'm like, I'm six shots deep and I just got another one. Like, let's see where this goes. Like, I'm <laughs> off the fucking walls. So I downed my, my seventh shot and I told myself I was going to stop there. But the crowd loves seeing me coffee drunk. So I get off stage and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Give me the eighth. <laughs> so Why not? <laughs> at that point. So that's the story of how I ended up eight shots deep. And then last week, and then it just happened every day after that. Same thing. <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. The tolerance uh, is there now. <laughs> uh, it, it, the tolerance is definitely there. And 
My what? favorite part of that story when you were first telling me is that like how you have to try the espresso and then your coworker was spitting it out, but you were just taking them. <laughs> yeah, he sips it, like wishes it around and then just spits it out. What? Uh, you know, like, because, uh, you know, just like a little coffee sip to kind of get the flavor and make sure it's dialed in correctly. Yeah. And I'm just down in shots. Like, I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not even really thinking about it. Like, I'm just agreeing with whatever he says. I'm like, that was great. He's like, it's a little bitter. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Pour another one. Like, <laughs> like, um, top me off, my guy. So, <laughs> so that's great. That's great. So re- reading back into the, uh, to, to the coffee barrels, like, I... Uh, one like I'm not like a culinary expert by any means, but I have traveled quite a bit for like work that I've been there and I've not to 80, 90 countries, but I've been to Chicago, Baltimore, uh, Jersey, like a bunch of different awesome. areas to try like, and my favorite thing was eating food, right? Yeah. In case you can't tell, right? <laughs> and, uh, I, and so I, uh, I really liked going and uh, and trying out like different foods and um, you know my favorite place was um, this place called Bull on, Bull on the Beach in Baltimore. I mm-hmm. got to try. Uh, it was like a like a locally like sourced like a um, patty like right like the meat like was fresh ground there and in the store and seasoned and all that stuff whatever and uh, it was um, uh, I think it's like a, what was it like that perfect mix of like fifty Angus fifty sirloin or something I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know anything about me yo have you tried this place called McDonald's bro? All right, so <laughs> it wasn't dehydrated well, so I should uh, take you back to my slaughterhouse right oh, you behind, got one right here yeah, yeah exactly the, the cow was back there and this oh. morning at two a.m. that's what I did oh, okay for the for the meatballs today is that what you did yeah, really? that's what I could yeah. hear one mooing <laughs> well, I guess so as, as a joke or not. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> anything is possible on the coffee yeah, Anything, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Um, so, uh, and then they had they added a little crab cake on top of it and stuff, and it was like very impressive because it's like it was the presentation was on, it was it was delicious, and uh, we came here like three weeks ago, and I'm thinking, no offense whatsoever, but I'm here and I'm thinking, like Beeville's like uh, for me like a very unassuming town. Which I feel the same way if people were to go. Uh, and see Laredo, I don't expect them to be like, whoa, big city, you know, like anything like that. But uh, it's got character, right? And like, it's a, that's like the moment that I, that Laredo I got here. Laredo does or Beville does? Beville. Oh, okay. Like, I, 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 like, we haven't seen much of it, but from the Expo Center Oops. and, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, beautiful. Uh, no, yeah, but hey, I mean, straw signs. Like, I mean, <laughs> the last time, the la- I, I like the little dinosaurs that you have down there. There's like a dinosaur store. Um, and, what? uh, like you didn't see them. They had a the little what? dinosaur, like the statues. No, it was a joke. Anyway. Yeah, are we going to so, drive deeper into town today? I don't know. Just it, to, it, it, just you to, should. Yeah. It'll take you all of three minutes. Oh, sorry. Maybe six minutes. Six minutes. Six. Yes. Um, the, uh, so my, my, my so are you seriously? Have you not gone past the coffee bro? No. no. <laughs> yeah. Stop that. The coffee barrel. Like, yeah. all right, we've seen enough. We've, we've, seen, seen, enough. <laughs> we've seen the gas station and yes. the expo center. The expo center. center. Okay. And well, people were very barrel. nice. I'm pretty what? sure the same three uh, people were at the expo center oh, oh, that yeah. saw us last time. Yeah, I got it. Got it. Oh, uh, well, it uh, takes you all of six minutes with all the traffic lights to go from this side of town to the other side of town. Oh, okay. So, What's the population uh, here? 15. Roughly. People, just fifteen people. Fifteen, 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 and uh, if I include the four of you, nineteen. Nineteen. So yeah, yeah, awesome. uh, no, 15, and one horse, <laughs> and, and one dead cow from this morning. Right? right? Uh, no, fifteen thousand, roughly, give or take. Yeah. You know, if no, you, no, if was, you include, I figured I was just joking. No, I figured. I figured. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did this thing. It's a comedy. I don't know. Oh, is it really? A, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> I would never have guessed. You know. You know, you know you're a doctor. I'm gonna have to treat you for that burn, dude. I just wish you were funnier, but you know. 
Don't make me come over here and open up my own coffee shop right next to yours. Right? Hey, go for it. I, I, I would actually welcome it, and I would then retire. Oh, okay. See, and give you all the business. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, so I'm happy. You want to partner so up? So now I'm the owner of Coffee Barrel. This is legally binding. <laughs> you are uh, owner of something. I don't know what okay. it is, you know? <laughs> all right, well, but, but, I'm going to try to... I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to try not to cry. I, I, I've tried um, to buy that empty lot, and... The owner of it wants two hundred thousand for it, or one hundred ninety-eight thousand. So that tells you the prices of things around here. So you're welcome to come and join us. I need maybe like, I don't know, like one hundred ninety-nine thousand more <laughs> somewhere on there. I heard there's another stimulus. Maybe it'll help. Uh, it, it will. It will. It will. Um, stimmy. Hey, for for somebody, for, I don't know. I'm just gonna like. I'm gonna hold what? on to this for a little bit. For somebody who's saying that I'm not funny, they're sure laughing a lot. Me? You know, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I was laughing about something else I was thinking oh, okay. about. You're thinking okay. about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a little hurt, but it's okay. No, no, just no, 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 for the record, you're funny. You're funny. joke, man. Jeez. No, What I was going to get to, though, was that... Uh, <laughs> so, like, the... the it's being serious now, okay? No, no, yeah. The culinary stuff, it was always serious. Yeah, So you went to the great place in Baltimore. No, no, no. So, I really, like, always just like the presentation and all that kind of, like, basic stuff, whatever. But I... Um, I got here and like the first thing I thought about was like the presentation of the salmon, the the, 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 the salmon, salmon cakes, cakes that you gave oh, us that last day, time. Yeah. It was like salmon cakes on a chickpea salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was delicious. Like well, everything together. And I, my, my question is like, do you come up with those recipes yourself or is there like a chef or is there somebody or you guys just kind of get together? I thought you were the chef. I, I cook. Uh, yeah. My wife cooks. My son cooks. Everybody. So, so yeah. We, Does he we, wear a bow tie <laughs> while he cooks? He uh, <laughs> does not. He, he wears shorts and sweats and t-shirts. So, right, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of kills the illusion. I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's very immersed. <laughs> so immersed in bow tie. It, it does. It does. Um, no, he does not. But uh, maybe I should get him to do that. No. So so um, no. Uh, we we all cook. It's a family thing. Uh, we enjoy it. It brings us together. It's you know, um, but. Where does the inspiration come from? First of all, it comes from all the different travels I've done, places that we've lived, you know. Two, I spend time, you know, watching TV shows, you know, and what's what's happening, not happening. I read a lot. Um, and, you know, that's, that's kind of the inspiration. So some of the stuff is completely creative, new stuff. I try to bring in different things that people just aren't used to around here. So I say... It's food from around the world, but then I try to have a little South Texas kick to it, mm-hmm. just so it makes it more relatable, more palatable. Yeah, exactly. So they, like they understand. Here. So it's kind of like okay, well, put it uh, in a taco. We do we do Korean every so often. We do what? You just put everything in a taco, and everybody yeah, yeah, will just exactly. They'd be like, "What uh, taco? <laughs> That's not bean and cheese and bacon. Come yeah. on, <laughs> that's too healthy for me. Come on, no." But um, no, so like we do, uh, I'm a big fan of Korean food. I love it. And who doesn't, right? But a lot of people around here would never try it. So we've done Korean wings and we've done Korean ribs and all this other stuff. That sounds great already. Dude, let's make it next time. When are y'all coming back? You know what? I don't know. You, you say we, when? Okay. Yeah, right. that's cool. <laughs> Actually, like, cool. we were just so, saying, like, but, we'll do a day trip just to come over here. Yeah, I don't we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. But you tell them. It's, I'll bring someone funny next time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> please. Just, please. Just please. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we bring maybe, Albert, dude. Maybe I should do stand up. Uh, this is the butt. You know what? Uh, we have a. It's an open mic. Open mic. Sign up. I, I, it would. It would bomb. It would bomb for sure. Sometimes that's even funnier. Yeah. Is it? Because they're laughing at you, not with you. So yeah. that's why. 
You should but, do a whole set of you just promoting your shop. You're like, <laughs> so I have a coffee shop and you just start giving the address to open right. doors. <laughs> There's no jokes. There's like a TED talk about community building. There we go. <laughs> Dude, that'd well, be crazy. <laughs> Well, Five I, minutes of just that. On a side note, I do have a TEDx talk. I should send it to y'all. What? Really? So, what the yeah. fuck? But, Why aren't you but, plugging but, but, that? But, but, uh, just to kind of go back to your yeah. point there. So you tell them it's Korean food and immediately it's like, huh? What? Okay. And then you tell them, well, I'm going to make ribs. Oh, okay. And I said, just just go with it. And think about it. This was the, I, I play the bet. I hedge the bet. Mm-hmm. Ten bucks. That's your meal. Where in freaking town here do you go where something isn't ten bucks? Fast food is 10 bucks for a meal. You go to a taqueria, well, by the time you get two bean and cheese tacos, get a drink with tax and tip, whatever, it's already 10 bucks. I mean, it really is, right? I mean, think about it. So I don't price it more than that. And I tell them, if you don't like it, I'll, I'll take care of the cost. I believe that strongly in what we're doing, but it opens their mind to try something different in a familiar way, you know? So, but that's I've what always, it is. I've always so. felt like there's something about coffee shops that not only like, Oh, like you know, it is a good place for community building. Like uh, people just gravitate toward coffee shops for some reason, but it, it also is like a a, a very good, like I don't know. There's something like this Jedi mind trick about coffee shops that just has people. Like, I think it's willing the, to try something new. Yes, it's I, the I whole think it's concept like, of that, like just being able to talk. <laughs> Not only that, but here's my theory, and maybe it's just very projective of me, but I feel like there's like a... Shot number 10 coming up. No, I feel like like there's like this kind of like preconceived notion of like, oh, I'm going to a coffee shop and coffee shops are for some reason in our minds sophisticated. So if you tell them like, oh, I have Korean wings... You kind of can't back down and be like, no, nah, I, I wouldn't try that because you're like, I'm at a coffee shop. I'm supposed to be a snobby asshole. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm going to eat Korean wings because that's what people do when they come here. It's like, oh, I'm getting a Vietnamese coffee with soy milk and then I'm going to draw the line of Korean wings. Fuck no. Like you're going <laughs> to. Yeah, it's true. Like, you know, I feel like there's like this preconceived notion, like I'm going to a coffee shop. I kind of have to be snobby. At least that's how I feel. <laughs> you know, that's how I ended up drinking black coffee when I used to be like a frap guy. You know, like <laughs> Starbucks was all when I when I when when Starbucks was like the only game in town, I was just like a vanilla bean frap guy. Really? You know, then actual coffee shops opened up and I'm like, yeah. Americano. <laughs> and, you know, like <laughs> we used to have a Korean place What's the in the point of an Americano. There isn't. I absolutely hate them. You enjoy the espresso for what it is. It, don't yeah, dilute uh, it. Don't adulterate it with the freaking water. But I like it. Why? <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, that's a, that's, 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 that's I, that's I, a hot take. I, I think an Americano is just like a way to ease into drinking just straight espresso. But I love it. You know? I haven't tried ever like... Bam, like popping a You know what, dude? Do it do it on the do it on the cast, dude. I'll take another shot with you, bro. You'll take a shot with I'll me. I'll take a shot with you. Yeah. Pretend like you're in Italy and then you go. How up many to the- am I at right now? <laughs> five. I'm at five. five. Okay, my limit is six, dude. I'll take another shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then take two more to go. <laughs> Well, six isn't that bad. If you think about it. like three, three drinks, three coffee three drinks. drinks right? And I'm drinking water. Yeah, I, I didn't do that last. Okay, so the last time, uh, last Thursday, oh, yeah. uh, last Thursday, uh, I try to replicate the same effects of being on eight shots of espresso 
uh, during the comedy show because a lot of people told me I was significantly funnier <laughs> than I have been when I'm just like all scatterbrained and, you know, sprout out. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to do it again. Six shots. But the difference between last week and the first time is that the first time it was completely by accident. You know, I was not keeping yeah, yeah, count yeah. of how much coffee I was drinking and I was drinking water in between. And then last week, uh, I made it to, I think, maybe five shots of espresso, but I had forgotten to drink water. Like, I was dehydrated. <laughs> and I had my first ever, like, caffeine-induced anxiety attack at work. Fun. And, uh, no, and then, like... Did you pass out? No, I, I was fine. Uh, I was trying to pour latte art. By the way, if you need someone to do, so, like, somewhat decent latte art, give me a call. You're the guy, all right. I'm the guy. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll show you my resume. Oh, okay. Uh, Very good. Yeah. I'll show you my portfolio. Uh, so, I'm trying to pour a drink, and, like, I'm having, like, super shallow breath. Breath, um, you like, can hear it. I'm having, oh, like, you know, like my, my breath is like super, like, <gasps> and, and my manager is like, Frank, you don't have to hold your breath to pour a tulip, dude. Like, you're fine, just breathe. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> and then, so, water, water. Stay hydrated. When you're gonna, when, when you're gonna get sprout out, drink some water. Right. Always, always. H2O, then the spro. That's the new motto. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. What time are we at? I think we have for one more little thing. So we have a Q. We always do like Q and A's. While I'm trying to make it consistent as possible, we just got one two days ago from Michael from Dallas, Texas. Shout out to Michael. Um, what up, Mike? Where he did it, like at least our stories. But the question he submitted was, "When's the last time you failed spectacularly? Is there a moment where Dude, you have failed? I fail all the time." Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, like failure is what makes you a better person. You should not be afraid of failure. And, you know, it, it applies in every aspect of your, of your life. Uh, when did I fail last? I, 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 shoot, just waking up this morning, I failed. Gosh, you know, <laughs> I mean, look, no, I, I will uh, be uh, uh, fully honest here. Uh, we're talking about the shop. Uh, I've done a very poor job, right? I mean, it looks like we've done a great job, which we, I, you know, I mean, we've been very blessed. We have. Bro, if, if this is but, horrible, <laughs> no, 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 I can no, only no, imagine no, how it is. But, on but I'm going I'm to tell you, I'm going to tell you. No, 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 I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. So I told you I have a very lean and mean team. Okay. Okay. Uh, in the last three weeks, two of my key team members that have been here two and a half and three and a half years have resigned. No, no. In a matter of four days of each other. Oh, oh dude, it crushed me. It still is crushing me. And uh, Lonnie, who's in there right now, will stay until the end of May, which is great. But um, I failed the idea of what we're doing because I did not take into account and I took it for granted that they would be around forever. Mm. The average tenure of, at least around here, and I, I'm sure in the big cities is the same thing, of people working in the food and beverage industry. I don't know about the coffee shop that you're at. But, you know, it's, 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 new, it's, so. it's, 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 well, still, I don't, I don't know, I mean, I don't know how new it is or isn't, but it's 48 months around here. Okay. It is, that's been our experience. I got people that will not even come for the interview and they set up an interview time, or they will show up for one day and then, you know, not come the next day, or they'll, you know, stick around for two and a half years, four, three years, which is fantastic, but they're outliers. So I've done a, I failed in thinking about a model that would work with the local dynamics of, truancy of when people will work and when they will leave. So how do you maintain it? That's a big failure, right? Like I said earlier, yeah. every vision will fail if you don't have great people around you to execute. 
So this morning to make this meal, what did I do? I got up here at two thirty in the morning to to start prepping everything. Oh, geez. I mean, that's the nature that's of what we do. That's the time that you kill the cow. That's that, no, no, no. I killed the cow last night. <laughs> oh, okay. and, and then I prayed to the gods that oh. you know it would taste okay, and, and I think it did okay. Oh, honestly, yeah. the gods yeah. did amazing. wonderful. Did wonderful. That cow died a worthy death. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, no, but see, my smiling point, like, down on us right now. Like, like you can't work. You know, in terms of failure, you cannot work. 15, 18, 20 hours every single day. It, it just doesn't, it's not possible. So I, you know, to David, to answer his question, I, I failed, big time failure here of trying to take into account how people will come and go in and out of our enterprise here. So yeah. big failure. But we all learn from we our We all failures. learn. Yeah, and yeah. we learned that the key to success is eight shots of espresso. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, talking about that, I have a Q and I need an A. We doing those shots or what? No. <laughs> oh my God. I'm done. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. On the podcast. On the show. On the so. record, dude. But you gotta you gotta down it with me. No, 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 no sipping. We we go for it. Can I sip what it first and then Huh? Johnny. A Johnny? What's it? A John Wayne. A John Wayne? Yeah. No, no, because you're adding dude. milk. You're, you're adding milk to that. No, we're, we're talking. We had John Are Wayne recorded of milk? espresso shots or something? No, I just never done it before. Oh, ever. Okay. I have so, terrible anxiety. So if I take if I drink too much, uh, I just, I feel it like all day. So I had a double shot before getting here. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> now it sounds really stupid me saying that, saying yeah. that, but uh, I had a double shot before getting here. And then I had the, uh, the honey cream, both yeah. of them. Excellent. Right. Yeah. Like I really, I really enjoyed the drinks, but I'm sure on the ride home, I'm going to be feeling it. And I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to put my headphones in and like, really? just like, I, I can drink two second. shots of espresso and, you just find at eleven o'clock at night and go to bed. No, I, I can't. Uh, I'm at I that lose, point where I can't. Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I can't. A terrible <laughs> sleep as of late too. So it's just kind of like all just like, yeah, mounting. So uh, Roger, how are you with alcohol? No, I don't. Do I don't we need drink. to talk about this? No, I don't. I don't drink. <laughs> I got actually. Do I need like, to call someone? I don't in? drink. I don't. I don't drink regularly. Yeah. Uh, but I did drink last night. Okay, um, yeah. But. That's because we had a work meeting with the people who we do the comedy shows with. Yeah. So uh, since they own the bar, I always like to show support. So like I sh- I go and I buy a six pack from the from the bar, and then I yeah. just show up for the little meeting yeah, and yeah, we yeah, just yeah. drink and talk. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, I I, I actually um, before last night I hadn't drank any beer or any alcohol, uh, or actually had a cigarette in like. Two months, maybe. That's good. So, um, I'm proud so it had of been, you. It had, it had been it had been a while, but since I was there among like like socially or whatever, it was actually one of the first times that I'd been out like that. So I, you know, had uh, a cigarette and some like beer there. But no, yeah, it's it's just like it's just anxiety. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's not. It's, it's I, I can function with it. I just don't like purposely like inducing it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, it's it, it is what it is why not though um <laughs> you, know what it does? you know what i have heard is that like i and, and maybe this goes to with the uh with the espresso thing i've heard that i'm a better comedian when i'm anxious and rambling on stage mm. uh well i mean i got that review <laughs> like you were so uh ivan uh one of our comedians uh always tears tears the house down he comes up to me and he's like I don't know if you did something different, but you were so much funnier, bro. Like you were so good. And I was like, it was the same old jokes. I was just coffee drunk, dude. Like, I was, <laughs> coffee drunk. Yeah, it's because like also I'm I'm straight edge. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Yeah. I don't do any drugs. So yeah. like the only thing I abuse is espresso. And the 
Everybody's got uh, their vice. Everybody's there, got their vice. Go. So eight shots of Spro, and I'm down to down one more yeah. on the record. I want to do it right now. Yeah. Is there a way that we can get an espresso? All right, so, so yeah, let me, uh, I think Lonnie's actually finishing up some lunches. Let me go grab a couple of shots for y'all. Yeah. 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 yeah for both of y'all? Yes. All, all right. right. I, will, I, will, I will have a water. You, you, you got <laughs> to swirl it, though. You got yeah, to get, get the little. The little Wait, I mean, you're still going to come back and join us, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, am I? Yeah. She's finishing up a couple of lunches. That's what the line there still is. All right. Oh, Let me, okay. I, I'll be right back. Hold on. Cool. Yeah, gotcha. cool. All right. Um, All right. Yeah. Is it what a cool guy. Yeah. Doesn't like my comedy, but I, I'll get <laughs> I'll get, I'll get over that eventually. Oh, uh, yeah. 100% sensitive. That should be your stage name. Yeah. yeah. Don't make fun Yo, of me for that. You, <laughs> you, you know what was amazing, though? What? You mentioned like that you have anxiety. He went straight into doctor mode. Oh, yeah. You know, you're it just was like, great. oh, I have anxiety. He's yeah, like, he's alcohol. Like, let's he's talk like, about let it. psychoanalyze you right? like, on right? the podcast. Like, Yo. That Is was it, some pro bono work, dude. Yeah, like, 100%. <laughs> I wonder if you can write me a script real quick, you know? Um, but no, yeah. Um, that was that was a cool, that was a good talk. I was just joking yeah. around by about yeah. the comedy I thing, don't by know. the way. No, yeah, 100%. Okay. I, uh, I'm i fucking hilarious, and I know it. So yeah, you are. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm also not that cocky. So, But uh, yes, yeah, so that was a good, good talk. I, I do genuinely want to open a uh, coffee shop in Yeah, Laredo. honestly, that sounds really fucking I feel like that's good. what everyone's doing right now, though, so I don't know. What, like, coffee shops? Yeah, because Gloria's going to start a brick and mortar, right? Oh, so yeah. the, 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 uh, I thought she was doing a bus. She's doing a bus first, which yeah. is kind of almost... It's a well. It's it always goes from bus to brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. Yeah, was the same way that Dosis did it. Uh, the puesto. coffee trike thing, kind of. El no? puesto also. Yeah, yeah. Coffee, El puesto, coffee truck. Coffee truck literally, literally a fucking a bicycle. A bicycle. <laughs> Tricycles. Yeah, yeah a tricycle. <laughs> um, I um I was a big wheel. <laughs> uh, I um yeah no I like genuinely want to I don't know shit about coffee so I would have to hire people for that. Yeah. But what That's I do what know I for, think dude. is like a nice like ambience set up a good a cool atmosphere um and just have a genuinely like good looking place uh and then tell dick jokes on stage <laughs> I guess for uh tie it all together really yeah nicely. tell some dick jokes with some you bossa know, nova playing in I'm the gonna background put, Jesus Christ. i'm gonna put this idea out there so maybe it'll like manifest right but the idea yeah. is that i've always wanted to do uh a place that's like a cafe by the day right and then like towards the night not switch to a bar specifically but I wanted to do like a uh, like a like kind of like a speakeasy where you have or maybe like a piano bar, right? Have somebody set up on a decent stage. I always envisioned it being where uh, House of Whiskey is, but now it's House of Whiskey. So, um, but uh, but yeah, that's always been like the place that uh, there was something that I've always wanted to do. So, I uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I think it would be cool to be a part of that. It's a business venture. And yeah. It's honestly, something you can definitely. Explore. Do you guys have any business ventures that you'd want to break into? Was was the fucking lab for fifty one dollars? Well, that's already one of your business ventures. But I was saying, like, what's the next step? Was this adventure a little bit? No, that's po the thing. Po podcast. That's, like, have just creative outlets to actually pay the bills. That's what yeah. I honestly want for the rest yeah. of your life. Yes, bro. Like a hundred percent. Podcast on your deathbed. Uh, no photography. Oh, okay. Like, well, wedding. Take elopements. a picture of you on your deathbed. Please. While, while recording a podcast. <laughs> I actually, well, maybe this oh, is. Oh, here we go. Maybe, maybe it's a sensitive topic. Uh-huh. But uh, there was a, there was a, 
a guy who was um, oh that smells so good dude there was a guy who had um was on his uh on his deathbed and um had talked to him because he 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 posted um um he posted uh that he was on his deathbed right he was like towards like the end um he was he was, he, he was getting like you know he had basically said goodbye to his friends and family that kind of stuff and he ended up um posting that and like i was messaging him and i was like hey i'm like i'm super sorry to hear like what's happening um that must be a very like like weird like i don't even know like it's unimaginable to me like coming to terms with your own death like that right and uh trigger warning right now obviously for like death but uh the uh the, the the whole thing would be like he was talking to me about that and uh and then he's just kind of like hey man you know it'd be cool like i wanted like maybe see if you could record like a message so like i can have something to play for um you know my friend my family and friends or whatever like, yeah. like afterwards and i was like you want to do you want to do a podcast about you dying like as, <laughs> I, it was like i didn't say it like that but i was just like is that what you're like and, and he was like yeah like that's what i want to do i don't i don't want to podcast my death obviously but i want to talk a little bit about like the experience and i was like if you're for it yeah sure i want to respect your you know boundaries and stuff too right so just tell me what you're comfortable with we can talk about it passed away that sunday didn't even make it to the wow. plans. so um so it's always just been like a weird like thing that's kind of stayed in the back of my head that kind of reminds me of duncan duncan trussell's podcast You're talking about the midnight what gospel is, yes but like uh, what was the, name of the actual podcast i forgot it's uh, uh family time fam- yeah. family time with duncan Trussell. family hour yeah family hour he, uh, he interviewed his his mom before she passed away from cancer and stuff. And she just like, the whole episode is like super beautiful. Did you watch the Midnight Gospel? Yes. That's why I went to that episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. That's why I went to that actual like podcast episode. And she's, it's so beautiful the way she just like embraces like the concept of like, I'm going to leave like sooner or later because of cancer. So why not just like enjoy the company? of my family and stuff mm. like that and they both have such a beautiful moment they're both crying and shit i was like I, for me oh, it was like really geez. really really profound when she talks about the 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 um the concept of like presence yeah when she starts saying like hey like have you ever stopped and thought about like the warmth in your fingertips and then how that extends up to your arms and how that extends to your essentially your entire body and like realize that like your presence is like you now like you're you're something that you to yourself is like a concept, but do you ever actually think about yourself as like a tangible being in this place right now, experiencing what you're experiencing? And I was just kind of like, whoa, like that was really heavy. And uh, I did take some time to actually not, think about that. I'm not that, so. out enough to yeah, understand. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> like insane, but uh, oh, One, cheers. two, three. A shot. Doosh. Woo. Oh, that is interesting. There you go. <laughs> That's Pierce, bro, dude. That is very Kevin, interesting. I, I see some hair on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> this is all spro, dude. This is all spro, baby. Imagine if you had double the amount of espresso, what would happen? <laughs> see? Wow. Who needs, who needs, uh, what's the fucking, pro- the hair product and shit? Rogaine. Rogaine. <laughs> who needs Rogaine when you got espresso, bro? <laughs> when you got Pierce, bro, dude. There you go. All right. I, I got a question for y'all. Okay. What's the purpose of your podcast here? And we were and just do, talking about that. Where yeah. They, yeah, I I don't know. I appreciate y'all doing it and everything. So, so what's the big premise behind it? The the way I kind of uh, explained it mainly, uh, in 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 a very broad way, it's just 
people coming together, having coffee and just having a conversation about anything and everything. But the main goal is to get interviews kind of like with you, coffee owners, people who do uh, um, things for the community and things like that. That basically just brings people together. Hence why coming together on a table and enjoying coffee itself. Close to kind of like the whole uncommon Epicureans and stuff, which, by the way, didn't know what the fuck that word meant until. <laughs> and, and then when people I saw who it, like I'm, horses, right? This is <laughs> no, <laughs> people who enjoy just the f- not the f- is it the finer things? It, it doesn't. In, in it terms doesn't of have to be. I think it's perceived that way, but no, they seek simple pleasures and life experiences. Yeah, not to be confused with like hedonism or anything like that, no, but no. it's like literally just being able to enjoy. Food, beverages, like just anything that just brings them happiness together yep. as a as a as a group. Fuck this espresso, so good. <laughs> awesome. There you go. Now awesome. you know the joys of pure espresso. That, that shit hits different, bro. What the hundred percent, dude. Yeah, that's the point, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I should just ask for espresso from you now, just because we have an espresso machine. She just makes me americanos for the most part. I, see, what, what did I tell you? What did I tell? What is the point of an americano? See, <laughs> to mellow it out. Okay, it's kind of like drinking sparkling water. Okay, uh, and then you dump ice into it. Uh, you yeah. have adulterated the sparkling water. Why do that? Hot put, take. Put, I 100% agree see, with that. Put it in the, yeah. the fridge or the freezer for a little bit. Cool it down, then drink it. Don't put ice in it. True. See? Same thing with an espresso shot. Yeah, yeah. I think, so, um, I feel but anyway, like, okay. So what, what, so what, what are the questions? What, what's the big vision for this on, podcast? I, I love the idea. I love y'all doing it. So I appreciate it. It's, um, oh yeah, that's true. Because I completely kind of like derailed a bit. Uh, but yes, getting interviews with um, folks like yourself who literally run coffee shops and who do who do certain things. Honestly, it's going to be hard for someone. And I'm sorry if, if whoever like listens to this later on who I interview, it's kind of hard to top you as of right now, bro. Because this is like you literally have a garden bed and you do everything with the community. You donate food to people and, and other uh, groups here locally and stuff like that. It blows my mind because and then you do the whole uncommon table thing, which is bringing uncommon food and uncommonly bringing people together instead of like the usual like oh let's have a thanksgiving feast nah bro let's have fucking meatballs let's have it every day <laughs> let's have it every day man yeah. Yeah. also like the 80 and the 90 countries thing that's also very that's also yeah. really and the cool, fact yeah. that you were a doctor and you chose to like do coffee like, that's also very interesting i think it, that's hey, just, do you like wine yes i'm a huge wine enthusiast Damn, huge. that's where the Epicurean part is. Dude, dude it's huge. <laughs> Chef Keys. It's, it's no, uh, collecting and drinking and we do wine dinners and wine tastings pretty regularly. Anyway. So how, when are we moving to Beeville? At any time, I'm telling you. <laughs> when, I was going to ask you, why are you in Laredo, man? You know, no. I I, uh, I mean, whenever you have 198 fucking dollars, thousand dollars and shit, we'll fucking buy it that, and that, that, just live that, next that door. That 0.1 acres is not even worth 5,000. I've, uh, I've offered the gentleman that owns it multiple times. Sell it to me. I'll give you 10000 tomorrow. And he looks at me, looks up at God. And, uh, God no. told me no. <laughs> and he goes, I can't do it. I said, why? He's like, it's worth 200000 That's what I want. I was like, okay. And I know the history of it now. Bruh. And I said, you know something? When you unfortunately will pass away one day, I think he's in his 80s, uh, you will give it to your son or daughter and they will give it to the grandkids. And then they're going to sell it to me for half the price I'm willing to offer you right now. He looks up at God again. He looks at me, looks up at God again. He goes, you know something? After I'm dead, I don't care what they do with it. Why not cash out now? 
for something more than yeah. that. But anyway, that's the mentality. That's actually a good segue because that's actually one of the last questions I kind of had for you because you're already doing so much. And even if you say like it's not enough, which honestly we can always do more, right? Yeah. Um, my question is in terms of legacy, like what would you want to be remembered for being the person who traveled to 90 countries helping out the healthcare or the the coffee bear or just in on open-ended uh, question, obviously. Uh, I, I would say what Mother Teresa, who I admire greatly, would say, which is you've got to know your neighbor. Do you know your neighbor? I, I want to be a contributing positive role model in any community that I live in to their kids, to our neighbors, to our friends, to our family members. And that's what your legacy will be about, right? Why do I want to know my community member or my neighbor? Because I want to help them. I want to be known as someone that takes a vested interest in who you are and helps you out in your time of need or otherwise, and will be there for you. Um, everything else that we're doing here or anywhere else is just icing on the cake. And this is a means to, right? This is not the end in and of itself. Yeah, it's cool to hang out with y'all and enjoy two shots of espresso and grow some hair on <laughs> your chest right, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that, right? I mean, that's I'll all do fun. that any day but of the all, week. All of, that, all of this is a means to a bigger end, which is to help your community member. And, and uh, I learned that from, you know, reading everything that I have been able to read on Mother Teresa. That's my legacy. That's what I'd like it to be. So look, I have half my life still to live. I am 47 years old. I plan to live to at least 90, if not 95. 100 would be great, but you know, <laughs> the way that I have certain vices, you know, it may not happen, but uh, we're gonna continue helping people for the next 45 years. That's what we're doing. That's good. So. That's a great answer. Yeah, it's very inspiring. Yeah. Actually, I would wrap it right there. It's not. <laughs> it's not well, bro, is this yeah, your show, dog? I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, like, it was a suggestion, <laughs> man. Why is everyone being so hostile to me? Everyone's being so hostile today. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we'll wrap, joking, we'll wrap it up there. No, no now we keep it going. <laughs> no. Another half hour. Ask, Let's me, go. ask me questions. Right, no, ask I'm, you. Just, I'm joking. No, no. we're going to wrap it up there. Can I get Lonnie to take a picture of all of us? like Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right back. What? Uh, if she's not doing anything, you're just not on the door and say, hey, Lonnie, can you take a picture of all of us? Yeah. Uh, for the meantime, while well, Nora comes back, uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Beans, Brews, and Buds. Same thing on Instagram at Beans, Brews, and Buds. You can also follow us on Twitter if you like. I don't really post that much there, but you can do that as well. That's Beans, Brews, Buds. No and at that one. Uh, also, follow all the other podcasts in the network, such as On the Streets of Laredo, a Texas true crime podcast. Uh, that's just my opinion. Aliens on a border, lockdown listens. Uh, all those would be uh, all those handles. Social media handles will be in the show notes, so you can go there and uh, basically, you know, do what you gotta do and follow us there. And again, thank you so much for our sponsor today for Lab Four Fifty One, an adventure elopement photo and video duo working on capturing authentic love stories through adventurous elopements in Texas. Uh, you can email them to set up a free consultation today or slide into their DMs in, in, on Instagram at lab451. That's L-A-B-451. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. And don't forget to bring your beans. Mm -hmm.